There's a certain type of healing that takes place when women come together. When vulnerability meets vulnerability and recognizes itself and steps outside of itself and takes a good look. I see you and I bless you in the name of women. You, you love how I move you, you love how I touch you, my one. When all is said and done, you will believe God is a woman. And I, I think... Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to In the Now. I'm Fee. I'm Delina. And you are listening to In the Name of Women. So again, that's In the Now. Welcome, welcome, everyone. We're going to talk about self-love today. Now, the reason I wanted to bring this up is because it is currently what I consider a project that I'm working on. I don't know if there's ever a time when you're not working on self-love. I don't know if, if <laughs> I was it's... about to say, it's an ongoing thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> to I each mean, You know, but I don't know if some people get into a space where it's like, yes, finally I got it. You I know what I mean? I mastered it. You know? I love myself as much as I can love <laughs> anything in the whole world. Um, but I had a friend ask me yesterday, like, so when you decide that you need to work on your self-love, what does that look like for you? Or how do you go about it? Mm. And I just told her, I just start gravitating towards the things that feel good to me. Yeah. You know, um, and trying to stay away from the things that I know make me feel bad. And not only staying away from them, but just coming to the understanding of why they make me feel bad. Why, what do I have there that I haven't dealt with? that still has this, that still is able to get this reaction out of me or this hurt out of me, you know what I mean? Right. And so for me, um, being able to uncover those issues and really analyze them and process them and then realize that I've been holding on to this subconsciously and not knowing it, it's really helping me unpack my bag, so to speak, you know, my emotional bag. It's like, okay, you're carrying this thing around, it's heavy, but you don't even know what's in it, you know? So I'm opening up the bag and just going through the things that are weighing me down. And that's how my journey of self-love has started. Just starting with healing the wounds first, mm-hmm. you know, instead of trying to just get over it and not address it. Because that doesn't work, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just stop feeling like this. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't actually work. It really doesn't work at all. Yeah, I mean, even if, like, of course your your train of mind, like your train of thought has a lot to do with it. You do have to change the way that you think, but you also have to deal with the issue. Change the way you think about the issue even. You know what I mean? Um, so, like, when you are taking this journey of self-love and you have made the decision that, you don't want to be hurt in the way that you've been hurt before or you don't want to experience the things that you've experienced based on your lack of love for yourself mm-hmm. you know then you have to seriously examine take a good long look in the mirror you know like our little intro says and, <clears throat> and figure out what it is yeah you know to me that's where i start what yeah you i you know somebody um posted um on under one of my comments on social media I forgot what it was I actually posted Mm -hmm. Um, but they were like oh you know only if it was that easy or I wish I had a magical wand 
um, to feel like this. And I'm like, you know, your mentality is your magic wand. Right. You know, it seems hard, but when you flip that switch of your mentality, it literally feels like magic just happened. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever struggled with something and then one day something, whatever it was, it could be heartbreak, it could be whatever kind of strife, it can be an enlightenment, something just like switched your mentality about and it literally was like that quick, a switch. It was like a magic, like like a wand was just waved. Right. You know, our, once you actually change your mentality in retrospect and in, hi, in hindsight, it will feel like that. And so it is, you know, something that's easier said than done, but it is a lot about mentality, you know, like you are, you control how something happens to you. Mm -hmm. Not, maybe not what happens to you, but you do control control how how you feel about it. Yeah. You control how it happens to you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, In that aspect, like, was it a horrible thing? Was it a teaching? Was it a lesson? Was it an enlightening thing? You're the narrator of the experience, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's like, you know, when you're dealing with something, instead of putting yourself, looking at it from the mind frame of being a victim and you're able and analyze it for what it is, like, why did this happen? Why, Why did it have this effect on me? Like I was saying earlier, just... It makes it less about the issue and more about you and what's what's inside of you that you haven't healed or, you know, maybe have been covering up for however many many years. You know, what I'm saying just why is this thing still affecting you in this way? Too. Right. And then you become more engaged with yourself mm-hmm. than the thing. Yeah. You know, and then because you're not so engaged in this thing anymore, like you're not putting your energy towards that. You're putting your energy towards healing yourself. Right. And so that in itself is a form of self-love. But I personally would recommend, um, you know, if you're struggling with self-love, something that I learned, well, well, I won't say I learned it from Felicia, but she reiterated it when, um, when we came together because every morning she and her daughter does these affirmations about setting the tone for the day. And so what I started doing, three things in the morning that I love about myself. Mm. you know and that helps me because I'm like okay um for for years you know you've been having all these voices in your head about you're not good enough you're not this you're not that and now you have to recondition your mind you have to reprogram your mind and so I'm putting positive things in the air and it's one step at a time yeah it's not it doesn't happen subtly but just even the fact of doing that every day and like my big thing is like you know fake it till you make it like uh, you know I, I say that all the time because it's so true it's just like whatever you're constantly doing that's gonna be you you know mm-hmm. what I mean so okay yeah you want to tell you tell yourself three positive things about yourself every day it doesn't even matter today if you feel like that or not right you know what I mean you're just gonna start reinforcing them and so much so that eventually you will feel like that Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because now you're just, you're constantly telling yourself a lot of the bad ways that you feel is you've had so many reinforcements throughout life for you to feel like this. Right. You know what I mean? And it happened for years, mm-hmm. decades, depending on how old you are, right. you know? So it's going to be that, like, now you're going to have to take those same baby steps, just constantly start telling yourself mm-hmm. good things about yourself. You know what I mean? And highlighting those. Like, we really magnify some of the bad things about ourselves because, you know, you don't, you don't need to fix happiness. You know what I mean? You do right. need to fix sadness. You need to fix anger. You know, so it's like, 
it's almost like you know when you need to fix something you'll start pulling out and picking it out everywhere mm-hmm. oh i do it over here oh this is why i do it you know that's so downing on yourself right the thing that i posted the other day is if you're struggling it's because you're suffering from something Figure out what in life you're suffering from, be it mental, emotional, physical, financial ailments, and there lies your means to an end. Mm -hmm. So if you're suffering from any of the things that we talked about, sadness, like you're just insecurities, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, you have to figure out why you're feeling like that. Like what are you, okay, if you feel fearful, what are your fears? You're feeling insecure and down on yourself. What are you feeling? Like, stop just trying to repress it. Right. You know what I mean? Stop trying to put it like, oh, I shouldn't feel insecure. So let me, I just need to stop feeling like that. I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm not going to say it to myself. I'm not going to let it sink in. You cannot fix a problem if you don't want to fully understand the scope of the issue that you have. Right. And don't be in denial about it either. Don't be in denial. Like, if you know for a fact that something has a way of just tugging at you like no other but you're just so afraid to face it because you don't want to have to deal with the pain. Like you're not, you're doing yourself a disservice because mm-hmm. you have to go through the pain. You know, we had a whole episode about this, and I think this, you know, avoidance of self-love or this avoidance of going through the pain is also like a, an, a, an avoidance of self-love because why wouldn't you want to heal yourself? Why wouldn't you want to make yourself better? Granted, yeah. it, it's gonna be, tr- it's you're gonna have to face some demons that you may have been um, avoiding, you know? It's, you're going to have to do do the work. Get your hands dirty. You can't go around this pain. You can't, you know, try Avoid to it. shake <laughs> it. You know, you can't cross over, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to deal with it head to head, face to face. That's the part that's painful for somebody. Mm-hmm. They don't want to. It's hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is. That's the the part that's difficult. I, I think the pain that's attached to that. But, you know, you just have to do more things that make you feel good. I think it's it's easier to sit in pain when you've built more of a foundation in happiness. Mm-hmm. So if you have things that you do for yourself, whatever it is, you know, like right. meditation, you have your yoga, or you you celebrate the small wins that you have in life. Right. I said I was going to read this book. Like, I'm so happy I, like, finished the book this morning. You know what I mean? Just, like, (laughs) just small little things, you know, because I get really busy. So the fact that I'm able to, like, sit down and actually make it through a physical book is an accomplishment. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And not having to, like, read it somewhere else, listen to audiobooks, you know, whatever. There are small little wins. You start celebrating enough of that stuff about yourself, you're able to really come to face with the not-so-great parts of yourself Mm -hmm. because you know you have a space where you feel good. So, you know what? I can... I've created all these other spaces for myself where I feel really good. So now I feel like I have a tether. So I can come over here and feel the hurt or the fear or the anger for this aspect Mm -hmm. so that I can make it through it and get to the other side. And then I'll just go back over here to my happy place. It gets really difficult when you don't have a happy place to back that up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I think the more that you love on yourself, the more that you do it makes you happy. Love on other people... I think that is how you'll be able to, uh, you know, really take the time, the mental space that you need to really be able to assess yourself without feeling more depressed. Absolutely. And then even if that looks like, because for me, it does kind of look like isolation. You know, I do have to get to myself sometimes and get in a space where I'm not having any outside influences. And I remember there was one night um, I was watching 
something. It was uh, oh, Black Mirror. I was watching Black Mirror. I'm gonna say that. I don't really act like you don't want to talk about <laughs> the wrong thing that you be watching. I was watching something. Don't worry about what it was. I'm just uh, no, but it was just so good, and I had a thought that came to my mind. Like, see, you thought you couldn't learn anything new about yourself. Like when you started this self love journey and this getting to know yourself journey, you were like, what the fuck does that mean? Getting to know yourself. I've been with myself 28 years. <laughs> I live with myself every day. <laughs> I know myself. But then it was just like discovering that I like sci-fi. That was like the highlight of my week. I'm like, oh my gosh, look, y'all. I, I never I- knew. <laughs> you dope. know? But and, and the other people were like, okay, whatever. You like sci-fi. But I'm like, no, you understand because I thought this was all there was to me. You're like, no, like I really like sci-fi. <laughs> no, you don't understand. <laughs> no, you just don't get it. Never mind. I'm telling you. Because like that, that just gave me so much joy. Like, you know, the things that you have been placing so much emphasis on and so much regret on, whatever, like that's not even that's very minor to who you actually are Mm. you shouldn't let that thing define you or or shape how you feel about yourself you know what i mean like you have to take the good things for what they are and the other things as you know a, a, a work in progress just be like yeah i fell short here but that's okay because I know that I'm working towards it i know that um i'm gonna fix it eventually i know that i'm not just I know that at least I'm able to recognize it, and it's not just normal for me anymore. Right, 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 right. You know? And so you can actually fix <laughs> fix something. Like, hey, this is actually not normal. It's <laughs> almost like what I was saying about, you know, when I first became a vegan. Like, I used to have, like, discomfort in my stomach, and I never... Um, addressed it you know I used to feel it as a child and then I stopped um, feeling it and then when I became a vegan I really realized I'm like wow my stomach feels really good I had sat in that discomfort for so many years I forgot it was even there isn't that crazy like my receptors didn't pick up that pain anymore See? that is crazy it is you but it's just less ignore like ignore the pain for so long that yeah you don't feel it yeah until you have to yeah and and usually, yeah, yeah, and usually it's at a very inconvenient time. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Convenience, ugh, yeah, that's not going to change anybody. <laughs> it can happen when it's convenient for me. It won't happen at it all. It's going to be a good time for me to learn how to love myself. I know. You know, no, you're going to love yourself after you've had your heart broken, after yeah. you've been disappointed and have gone through some trials and tribulations, and you have to sit back and examine how did this happen? Mm-hmm. Examine yourself. And then you have to put yourself in, how did I let this how happen? How did I allow <laughs> this to happen? Oh, my God, it was me. Right? I did it. No. It's hard to take the blame sometimes. It is. You know what's so crazy? It's just, just like, it is really, like, it was hard for me to sit down and say, like, Cause I feel like on the outside, I feel like I have confidence and I love myself. I like myself. I'm happy with the things that I do. It was really hard for me to sit with myself and say, I've been attached to this person for so long. That's bad. Like there's no way I can love myself and be dealing with this. It just, it doesn't make sense. And it's hard because I don't feel like I don't love myself. Right. It's only until I look at my constant action and it's just like, you can't possibly how could I let how could I let this person do this? How could I let this person this close? How could I be in this environment all the time? How could I take this kind of whatever? 
and love myself. Ooh. Those two things don't make sense. But it's like I couldn't ever sit with it because I'm like, but I don't feel like I don't love myself. So right. <laughs> do I really have an issue though? Right. Yes, fool. You're just <laughs> used to it. You're used to how that feels. You know what I mean? And it's not because, oh, you just love yourself so much. Like you really have that self-love. You've just, you're just simulating it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You just, you blocked out the things that make you not feel that anymore. Right. You're immune to the abuse that you're allowing yourself to be succumbed to. Exactly. So, but it's, that was hard because it's just like, okay, you know, that's, I think that's a tricky place for people, mm-hmm. people who feel confident. Yeah. And you can't figure out why you keep doing this thing to yourself. Why you keep being in this situation. It is so hard to point out a problem when you don't feel like you have it. <laughs> you know, cause in my mind, I thought people who don't love themselves feel like they don't love themselves. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, they probably the kind of person that walks around like telling themselves like, I'm not shit. I'm like, I don't ever say that to myself. You know what I'm saying? Tell myself I'm the shit all the time. But it's like, okay, you're just loving yourself in spite of, Mm -hmm. which you have to do. You have to love yourself in spite of your decisions and da-da-da-da-da. But does that mean that you've achieved that overall self-love? Like, are you really at the place that you think that you're at? Or are you just loving yourself in spite of yeah, all the true. ways that you're abusing yourself? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just loving yourself in spite of how you abuse yourself. And you know, it's strange because, well, not strange, but so I have this friend who, when we were younger, like she just was always so confident. Like, and she was at my at the time, like one of my really, really like best friends. We were together every day. And people would say like, you know, when you see us together, you know, she's always, like, outspoken, like, you know, I'm here, I'm in the room, you know, to pay attention, and I'm, like, always in the corner, mm-hmm. you know, hiding. Mm-hmm. But even now, as adults, she's still, like, you know, this is who I am, you know, she's had, you know, she's always had a really, really nice, like, body when we were coming up, you know, and now she's had a baby, so she's, you know, has a few extra pounds on her, and even now, she's still, like, super confident, and she'll say, like, man, I can't wait until I lose about five pounds, I'm about to be pulling, you know, pulling them how I used to, blah, 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 she's like, but they still love me like this, though, you know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. she's still not, even though she's aware that, you know, she wants to lose the weight, she's still not letting it affect how she feels about, about herself. herself, yeah, um, and to me, like, that example was, like, when I was, was on my self-love journey, that's where I wanted to get to, to where it didn't matter, you know what I mean? Like, I was going to love myself anyway. So, you know, if anyone who knows me knows that, you know, I have a, I'm have heavy chested, but I don't really have a lot of whole lot of junk in the trunk, you know what I mean? So, I had to, and when you're built, like, when you're not built the way that social media is telling you how a, a real woman should look or... Um, What's attractive to people. Exactly. Then it can start to affect how you feel about yourself. Yeah. And I had to get to a place where I was like, no, like I'm still, I'm fine the way that I am. You know, I have way, way more things to offer than just physical beauty. But don't get me wrong. I am still fine. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. But that's not my end all be all. And not only that, but I know that this fineness or whatever that I'm wishing to, you know, that I'm striving for is only going to be temporary. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, yeah, I mean, that's temporary. don't get me wrong, I'm black, so I'm going to be fine for a long time, but there's going to become a day when I'm just, you know, 
skin and sag- sagginess. Mm-hmm. Like everyone. And it was like, okay, so what happens when you lose this beauty that you found so much comfort in? Are you still going to be okay with yourself? Mm. How are you going to love yourself to that? It's okay right now because we're younger and we have our looks or whatever. We have all of this superficialness that we find comfort in. But what happens when you don't have that anymore? Right. And now you're, what, 50-something and having to learn how to love yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know. You put put it in all that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, but besides that, though, besides your having, I mean, obviously self-love is important also so that you're not finding yourself in situations where you're letting other people compromise you, you know, or compromise your self-worth. Yeah. Because people will try you if you let them. You know what I mean? Like, they'll try to give you sorry-ass um, offerings. You know, this is what I think you were, you know. Uh, right. And you can't just take that. Like, you have to be in a space to know, like, okay, I'm not taking anything less than this. And, and I'm not, I don't mean just, like, financially or whatever. I mean emotionally, spiritually, whatever. Don't let don't let anybody play you. That's, that's my whole thing. And... You're, when you're in a space where you don't love yourself, you're setting yourself up to get played. Yeah. Because you're going to take anything. That's so sad, too. It's like, it's so sad when it when you think about how some people would really, really love themselves and be okay for it not for, like, societal views or their environment mm-hmm. or the views of social media. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just sad to think about. And the beauty industry is a billion-dollar industry. Mm-hmm. How much money do we spend on enhancements? Way too much. You know, if if it wasn't so profitable for us to not love ourselves, then we probably would live in a society <laughs> where yeah. it was okay. You know? Yeah. Well, I think that it, I think I don't know. I feel like. I feel with that, I feel the societal views comes before the profit. Mm. You know, like we were talking about in another episode. As a society, we start doing something. And then someone, be it a government, a business, or whatever, they in turn capitalize off of it. True. Yeah. So you have to think about why was this perception of beauty placed on society by the society itself? Right. And then the industry started to capitalize off of it, mm-hmm. pushing it even further. That's true. You know what I mean? Really magnifying it. We have to get out of that. We, we really do. Because like we were talking about, like, you know, just with the depression and all of that, like mm-hmm. it just causes so many problems that innately might not even be there. Right. No, I agree. And the thing is, when it comes to this, like, it's not just like an issue of women. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. They try to, when people usually talk about this issue, they talk about the extreme measures that women are going to. But there, there are men who are also suffering from self-image issues. Yeah, or... stop drawing them damn tape-ups on. <laughs> <laughs> Shit looks wild. Stop it. In the name of women. <laughs> you must stop it. I agree. <laughs> and the beards, too. Shit, we know it's not real. <laughs> Sorry. No, but <laughs> seriously. And then too, like, so you have even some guys who find comfort in, you know, monetary value. So because, you know, they don't love themselves, they their lack of confidence 
they try to use um, money as a form, like as a front. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you're being a super, you're using superficial, something superficial to attract a superficial person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what type of relationship do you think that's going to be? Mm-hmm. Because, again, when the money's gone. So she. <laughs> so, I mean, there's so many bases. When the money's gone, there goes the hoes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sorry why I wanted to say that. <laughs> but still, though, like, it's just so important that we um, get to a place where <clears throat> excuse me, we're comfortable with ourselves, we're loving ourselves. We're not taking any shorts when it comes to our worth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you love yourself, you're able to love other people. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, when you're happy about yourself, you're not looking at other people's accomplishments or downfalls and measuring yourself up against them. Because that's another thing that we deal with in society, especially like us on social media, is seeing what other people are doing and we and internalizing that as us being a failure you know what i mean but first of all it's social media so people are only posting the highs you never know what's going on behind the scenes this is true yeah but then on top of that like you have to be so happy with yourself so content with yourself that you know you're just happy for them because you know you're happy about your life and you want you're glad that other people are happy about their lives too you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um and not to say that you're just supposed to be content in whatever situation you're in but, well, no, no. I, I feel like you should be content. You don't have to be complacent. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Those it's are okay, two different things. Yeah, it's okay to um, inspire to do better. That's perfectly fine. But don't measure someone else's level of success or whatever it is that they have going on against yourself because you're going to set yourself up for failure every time. Every single time. And I know for me... A lot of my peers, well, you know, I'm 28 now, almost, I'm almost 30, Jesus. Um, (laughs) A lot of my peers, you know, coming out of college were getting married and buying houses and doing all of this. And even though that's, I don't really want those things in my life right this second, um, it did have me looking like, well, dang, what are you doing? You know? Right. So... Why do we feel that? Why why do we feel the need to, like, keep up, be liked? I don't know. I mean, I, because it's a lack of self-love because mm-hmm. you don't like yourself, so you need other people to like you so that you feel better about you. Yeah. It's like, okay, if I can get this person to love me, I'm justified in loving myself then. Exactly. But the so, thing is, if you fuck with yourself, other people are going to fuck with you too. Always. It's just, it's yeah, that's so, it's, it's a fake thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all in your mind. So it's just, again, changing the way that you think about things. Like, your mind, your state of mind is so important. Like, you don't even know the way that you process things um, or what you put out is what's going to come back to you. So if you are in a situation where you're compromising your self-worth, you are teaching the universe that you don't value yourself very much, and these are the things that you're going to keep attracting to yourself. Mm. Mm. Very, very true. Very yeah. true. So what are you going to do to love yourself? That's what you just need to ask. What it, do At least do one thing. One thing a day that you do just to love yourself. Like Nina, um, <laughs> sorry, I'm working on. <laughs> I'm working on two things at once. <laughs> it's my Sag brain. Um, one thing that 
Delina was talking about is the fact that she picks three things and she says them about herself, like three things that she likes and loves about herself or like what just one thing, just do one thing every day. And the sole purpose of you doing that thing is so that you are feeding your love for yourself so that you're working on loving yourself every day. And it doesn't matter what it is if you know hey you know what i've been waking up late as hell in the morning i'm not able to pull myself together for work because i'm like rushing like just say you know what i'm gonna start waking up 20 minutes earlier so that i can just get myself together in the morning so i feel good about myself you know what i mean before i go to work Mm -hmm. or you know like me i've just been drinking water (laughs) i don't drink water sometimes the whole day went by and all i drank was coffee like i don't it's, it's not it's not specific to water it's fluids in general (laughs) um but you know i drink water and that's and i'm like you know what like i need water to live right you know what i mean you just you need water so it sounds small but it's a big deal to me so every day i like count how many glasses of water i've been drinking and that's the way i love myself Mm -hmm. you know i just do something for me that makes me feel good and it could be something small it could be something big you know you want to get a massage? It could be something different every day. Just one thing that you do just to love yourself. Exactly. And like I said in the beginning of the podcast, what I told my friend is she needs to gravitate towards the things that feel good. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, I know when I first got out of college, I was in a real deep funk. And I was trying to pull myself out of it. And I used to buy myself flowers mm. just randomly, you know, because... Because it made me happy, even if it was just for a second or whatever, or until the flowers died, it was something. Yep. It was my attempt, like, hey, I love you. I'm not giving up on you. Right, right, right. Yep. And I think that's one of the worst feelings in the world is giving up on yourself. Yeah. That self-love isn't going to let you do that. There you go. So, thank you all so much for tuning in once again. Thank you for listening. If you want to share... What you do for self-love, please share. You never know, it might help somebody. You know, sometimes somebody might be trying to come up with something that they can do, and by you posting something, you might give somebody an idea. So please share with us the things that you do for self-love, the way that you love yourself. If you want to share how that's changed you, ask us a question, make a comment, please do. We'd love to hear from you guys. And once again, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Nina Patra. And Felicia, where can they find you? You guys can find me on Instagram, E-N-T. It's short for entertainment by Fee, F-E-E. And thanks again for tuning in. Thank you, guys. I don't